podcast it is once again your guy Devin Crimes Jr. giving you another NXT review it is 2-22-22 and it's Tuesday and it's a lot of tools and we finna get into it all right I tried my best we kicked off this show with a recap of last week's Vengeance Day I, they almost made me feel like I was watching a rerun because it was literally the starting footage of last week. Hand over there. Braun Breaker kicked off the show. NXT champion. He congratulated Santos Escobar on the match like they had last week. He gets interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, who pretty much said, like, hey, you know, congrats on your first vict- uh, title, uh, title defense, but you're still not that guy to me. You know, you may be that guy in Orlando, which that's a pretty that's a pretty harsh burn right there since I'm pretty sure. I mean, hey, I'm talking about him. I'm not in Orlando, so <laughs> it's not true. But it's, it was just weird. I'm used to the guy who's in the ring. He gets the last say, and the guy on the ramp is all like, man, you know what? I'm going to come down there, but I'm not because it's an invisible wall right here, and we're going to handle this later. But that's not what happened. Dolph Ziggler pretty much got the last talk the last words and Brian Breaker had to just talk to himself and we go to the next segment which was trying to show you how LA Knight did not get arrested last week because some type of technicality with the order who cares I'm glad that's over with we actually had a match that's what I came to see a match LA Knight went against Grayson Waller Grayson Waller got the victory by interference from Sanga and he rolled up L.A. Knight for the win. L.A. Knight's pretty much just like, oh, you got me this time, you know, blah, 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 blah. At least we know he's not going to get arrested. <laughs> I guess that's the come away of this. Next, we go to the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic quarterfinals for the women. In the first match, it was Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai versus Last Legend and Amari Miller. This match... It's just not a, it's not a lot to really pick apart in this match. It was pretty much like a snap of your finger. It was quick. And Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai both hit Last Legend with a moonsault. They got the pin, and they will advance in the in the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Like I said, it wasn't that much to pull from the match. It wasn't too long. We got another. We got an interview with Dante Chen talking about how Duke Hudson tried to take him out early in his NXT career. Now he's back. He's going to get revenge. Vengeance Day was last week, but he's going to get his revenge this week. That's what he said. And he didn't even let Duke Hudson get out for his entrance. He just pretty much hit the breakout on 2K, took him out. Not took him out, but attacked him as he was coming in. And it made sense. Like, the guy tried to injure you, take you out. 
I'm pretty sure you want your get back, right? They fight, and the match starts. And he's on the offense most of the like beginning of that match until he gets uh, thrown into the post by Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson eventually hits him with a big boot and a crucifix powerbomb for the win over Dante Chen. My whole thing is he came out with all this energy saying, you know, you try to take me out, but I got you, and then he loses. I guess you weren't that excited. I guess you weren't. You didn't have that much for your get back if you didn't get the get back. Maybe you're trying to wait for that get back next week. We'll see. Next, we had Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams to come out for a mellowbration, as Carmelo called it. And pretty much he just said, I was the guy they were talking about last week. They weren't talking about Brian Breaker. They weren't talking about Pete Dunn. They were talking about Carmelo Hayes, which set Pete Dunn to come out. Talking all that yik yak. You trying to do that? <laughs> and he called Pete Dunn Skeet Dunn, and it went off from there. <laughs> Cameron Grimes comes out and attacks them. Now we have a match of Cameron Grimes versus Trick Williams. And it was pretty much your I wear you down type of match. It was he really wasn't that high impact type of match anyway. I wasn't expecting that out of Cam Cameron Grimes and Trick Williams on a random night anyway. Trick got hit with a super kick outside the ring by Cameron. And Cameron brought him in, hit him with a flying knee in the cave in for the pin. And I felt like I was watching anime because I love the camera angle of Carmelo just kind of like, he got my dude. And Cameron like, hey, I may not have got you, but I got your dude. So I'm still around. Be watching out. We move on from that. We got to see the debut of Nikita Lyons in a match versus Kayla Inlay. And I don't know what to say. I mean, she, she does have a lot of confidence. Like she comes out, she's punching, throwing all these, you know, invincible punches and stuff. She's full of energy. And I, I guess I would, I, I can't complain because I guess I would complain more if you weren't giving me energy. You were coming out doing default superstar this, put hands up, look over there. But she had energy. And you could tell she was confident. She was feeling, you know, it's, it's, it's potential there. Match was mostly her. Kayla had some offense coming back, well, defense, I would just say coming back, but at the end, Nikita hit her with a spinning kick to the head. She landed pretty much a split for the pin, and that was it. I'd say that was a solid NXT television debut, and there's potential for more for the weeks to come. We go on from that to the Creed brothers, Malcolm Bivens, Diamond Mine. They spit a promo about how they won the Dusty Classic. They are legit, so they can say what all they want to say, because I believe it. I definitely believe it. They get interrupted by Imperium, who are the current tag team champions, which makes sense. Like, why would you be, you know, coming out here barking all that bark, and you ain't even the top dog out here? It's a fight breaks all between them. Ends up Malcolm Bivens and Gunther in the ring, which that ain't fair at all. <laughs> that ain't fair to nobody, especially Malcolm. He gets back into the corner. He's all scared. And I love his animatics and whatever you want to call it, his facial expressions. They're hilarious. His big eyes, they're just, I like it. I knew nothing was going to happen to him, obviously. Solo Sokoa comes out, pulls Gunther away from him, hits him with a super kick, drops him. That sets up nothing but fire for their match next week. 
which I thought was already confirmed, but I guess it wasn't confirmed until the next segment. And I'm excited for that. So Los Coas coming up. He don't play no games. Gunther, we already know he don't play no games. He didn't play games as Walter. I know he ain't playing games as Gunther either. I'm excited for that match. Obviously, Gunther's probably going to come out of that, given his kind of ranking in NXT currently from where he came in NXT UK. But Solo is on the rise. So it, it'd be fun to see. Next, Joe Gacy and Arlen were interviewed about a confrontation they had with Draco Anthony. And I stopped hearing about this segment when I saw Draco lifting weights. They show this man constantly working out and it gets him nowhere. He might as well, they might as well had a confrontation with him eating a bag of chips on the couch. Cause you're doing all this training and it's not reflecting in the ring. I'm sorry, you train at 2 a.m. and you still come and lose back to back weeks. No. Well, now he's set up for a match against Harlan next week. We'll see where that goes. First, they were supposed to be trying to take this guy and under their wing, but like, apparently he doesn't, which I don't see why he wouldn't. Who else going to help you? You obviously need help if you're training that much and still losing. So the rest of that is remaining to be seen. Then we had our next match in the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic in the quarterfinals at Ivy Nile, Tatum Paxley versus Casey Cantazaro and Caden Carter. I'm sorry, her name put me in a headlock. This match, I didn't know who to pick because I looked at Ivy now and I'm like, she's part of Diamond Mine. Like, she's no bum. She don't look like a bum either. So I, I just didn't see her losing this match. And Casey and Caden, they've been on 205, so which is now NXT level up. I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, I haven't seen them be put in positions where I thought they had momentum, but I guess maybe they were waiting for this tournament to bring them back. They get the win by throwing Ivy out of the ring and they hit their neckbreaker 450 splash combo for the win. And I had no complaints. It all made sense. And like I said, I hadn't seen them on television for a while. So that's why I'm like, where's this momentum coming for them to win? Then again, Ivy, and they were just on NXT level up. So, I mean, that's the same as 205. So that's the same moments of coming into this match. So I didn't know who to pick. But after the match, Ivy put, she put, I, I mean, <laughs> it kind of helped because I look, like I said, I was looking at Ivy. I'm like, she's no bum. Like, I don't see her really losing this, but it's a tag team match. So I can't just base a solo person performance on a tag team match after the match she put Tatum Paxley into her behind the back headlock I don't know if they had a name for it or not yet but it's behind, behind the back headlock Roger Strong was also part of Diamond Mine came out to tell her to stop and she stopped but then she dragged her out the ring and he was like hey quick that's enough I don't know what's going on I thought Tatum was part of Diamond Mine Maybe she isn't. Maybe it's tough love. Maybe it's get your stuff together because we don't do that. I don't know, but we'll see where that goes. Maybe it was tough love for all I know, even though that's some pretty tough love. And after that, we are finally 
at the main event of the evening with Tommaso Ciampa versus Raw's Dolph Ziggler. I actually kind of like these main roster NXT 2.0 crossovers because it kind of it may bring another audience in like, oh, let me go see Dolph Ziggler in NXT. Let me go see AJ Styles. I'm curious as to who they'll bring next. I mean, they did bring somebody else this night, but I'll get to that. This was a really good match. I liked it. And I knew it wasn't going to end cleanly because these you have your one of your best veterans of NXT and Tommaso. And then you have one of your vets from the main roster on the Raw with Dolph Ziggler. You hate to make one person look bad because if Tommaso loses, how do you make the NXT roster look? And Dolph Ziggler, you make him lose. How does that make him lose? He's supposed to be this experienced vet that's on the main roster. Nobody really could lose clean in this, which I can't complain about, like I said. Champa hit an air raid crash on the apron to Dolph Ziggler. Brings Dolph Ziggler back into the ring. He's struggling to get back in. And he gets hit by the cameraman. So everybody's like, oh, my God, why would the cameraman do that? Whoa, whoa. I already knew who it was. So I'm like, who would help Dolph Ziggler in this position? Braun Breaker was banned from ringside. So obviously, why would he help Dolph Ziggler? Dolph Ziggler just talked all that stuff about him. Dolph Ziggler hits a super kick on Tommaso for the win, which makes sense because he just got hit by a cameraman. Who expects to get hit by a cameraman? They're always out there. They're, they're trying to film you, not hit you. I wouldn't have saw that coming. So the finish made sense. It don't really hurt because who would have saw that coming like as a competitor in the ring? Found out the cameraman is Robert Rude, who made a return to NXT. If you think about it, it's been a while. But he made a return. They didn't say it like that, but I looked at it like, oh, he came back for a minute. They pretty much just tried to stomp out Champa. And Brown Ricker came out and pretty much was like, oh, you guys want to do two-on-one? What about next week we do a two-on-two? They never say yes or no. They just looked at each other and was just like, but pretty sure we're going to get a two-on-two. My whole thing, as I wrap this up, they have standard deliver coming up in a few weeks. And next week looks pretty stacked. You got Solo Sokoa versus Gunther. That's a that's that's a that's a that's a caliber match right there. That's right. That's good right there. We have Carmelo Hayes versus Pete Dunne for the NXT North American Championship. That's a solid match right there. And now we're possibly going to have the Dirty Dogs from Raw, the main roster against the Muscle Champion and Braun Breaker. What are they going to do for standard deliver? I mean, obviously. I wouldn't want to say that they're going to go for Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker just yet because, like I said, it's just the whole thing. How do you make – how do you protect NXT's rising people or people that have been there, like a Tommaso Ciampa, versus also protecting a mainstay veteran like Dolph Ziggler? You don't want to make either or look too bad because what's the point? <laughs> if you execute it right, you can bring up both or make both look strong and everybody comes out of it better which I'm hoping for. So I don't know what they're going to have planned for standard standard deliver. But next week, though, leading up, I'm excited. Going to be some dope matches to see. And as always, your guy, Devicon Jr., will be here to give you all the breakdown about it. I will wrap this review up. It's been a nice Tuesday. Like I said, it's 2 22 I ain't going to be able to say that again, so I got to say it again. 
that is all for me. I will catch you guys on the next Hill Turn Podcast episode. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.